Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Today, we look ahead to one of the most major milestones of our lives when we graduate into retirement. Now, here's our valedictorian and certified financial planner practitioner, Eric Brotman, your host of Don't Retire graduate the podcast that teaches you how to advance into retirement rather than retreating get ready for inspiration and actionable advice to guide you towards a seamless transition into a dignified retirement where you get to make your dreams a reality hello and welcome to the premiere episode of don't retire graduate the podcast that is designed to change the definition of retirement for americans uh, my name is eric brotman i'm your host and we're going to be doing 20 episodes over the course of this year. And our very first guest, uh, I'm so excited to have Robin Costello here as our first guest on the show. Um, Traditional retirement is simply not good for you. And that may not be conventional wisdom, but it is wisdom. And so that's what we want to talk about. And uh, just a little bit about Robin. First, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Um, Robin spent 38 years as a communication specialist with Fortune 500 companies. She knows her stuff. She was a very, very overworked individual. Uh, I've known her for better than a decade and knew how excited she was to retire in the traditional (laughs) sense. Uh, But I also know that she continues now to do communication work and purely as a volunteer. So this is one terrific option for once you've once you've retired and and that's why i consider that you've now graduated i have congratulations on your graduation (laughs) um you spent a whole lot of years working for big companies yes um tell me a little bit about not only that experience but also why you were so excited to end that experience (laughs) well i you know and i was very blessed for many years um working with some amazing organizations. I had a great ride. I loved what I did. Um, it was a just a beautiful experience. And then as a human being, I started to evolve in, in you know, once I hit 60. And I thought, gee, you know, I, I'm, I'm feeling a need to, to do something else. And so um, I planned ahead and I was able to wrap it down. I just, you know, as people, we evolve and we change. And, and I reached that point and I had, a, I had a burning urge to do some other things. And uh, so I did a little planning ahead and, and got myself ready. Okay, and that planning. Yes. Some of that planning, I trust, was financial planning. Absolutely, you know it. <laughs> well, and, and some, but, but some of it was non-financial. So yes, indeed. The, the financial piece we're going to talk about um, uh, significantly during the course of this show, which I dare say is two semesters, entire, you know, prior to graduating. Um, so let's talk about the non-financial. Let's sure. talk about the things you did to get ready for a new day. Yes, indeed. Well, you know, I, I read a lot of a number of books. And it's interesting, the retirement-oriented books are focusing on, you know, they, they'll, they all kind of say the same thing. They all say, find your passion, 
find your, you know, do something that you've never done before that you always wanted to do. And I found myself saying, I don't know what I want to be when I grow up. And I know what I'm doing now. I know what I like. I know what I don't like. But I don't know what I want to be. And that was a kind of a struggle for me. I don't know if it's self-evident for everyone, but it wasn't for me. And so what I did that I would highly recommend to anyone because it it really gave me a great uh, grounding is I started networking just as you would for you know any sort of uh, new career and met some wonderful people and I I I said who do you know that has changed uh, direction and uh, has has had some good experiences or bad experiences for that matter and that I can talk to and so I started off one foot in front of the other that way and I just I, I had a great time talking to these people and getting um, getting their wisdom people love to you know if it's not work related oh they'll they'll just talk and just have a great time and it was fabulous just in meeting people just in hearing their stories hearing what they like what they didn't like any wisdom they had for me any recommendations and they would hand me off to someone else just like regular networking and I just I had a ball and I did that for about a year and a half just trying to think what do I want to be and came to some realizations and I my growing desire to do volunteer work which I've always done all my life particularly in the last 20 years it's just been nights and weekends and I wanted to be able to do more of that and I wanted to do it in daylight hours so I realized that this is where I'm headed and so I started uh, you know, doing some planning with my employer and uh, we we came to an agreement so um, I, it, it's been a, it, that is a great experience. Do the networking, do the steps ahead of time, talk to people, find out what they do, who they, who they like, what they like, who they, who they've worked with. And, um, that, that really prepared me. So you raised a number of, of interesting, yes. interesting concepts. One is this, this concept of not knowing what you want to be when you Absolutely. grow up. Absolutely. And, and I love that, but my caveat is why grow up at all? I mean, I, on, on some basis. Well, I've never grown up. I'm still 17. So. Well, that's well. <laughs> I don't know that 17 is the right number, but nonetheless, it's great to not grow up. Um, so, so you you read the books, you you heard about the find your passion, and all of that sounds very canned and yes. very rote. Yes. Um, but then you started to network, and in networking, unlike networking when you have something to sell, correct, um, where people have a, a a sort of different body language, I presume, which is what does she want from me, and and yes. you know what's the angle here? Yes. Here, you just ask people to share uh, about themselves, and you found they were very willing to do that. Oh, they love talking about you know who doesn't love talking about themselves? <laughs> well, <laughs> but it Fair. was yeah. I mean, it just was. And, and I heard some really uh, varied, interesting stories, and people said, oh, you know, you should talk to this person because they did X and Y, and you really like this this guy or this woman. And and um, so that's I followed that, that path, and it was so much fun. And it gave me such great, um, such great thinking about 
what to do, where to go, who to talk to, um, and and particularly because it was in my local area mm-hmm. and a, a physical geographic area. And what that did was it gave me those contacts. And so when I finally got to the end game, uh, I, I realized, you know, who felt what felt right okay. to me. We're, we're going to come back to the end game and hear okay. more about um, the places where you now hang your hat. Sure. Um, but before we do, um, I w- want to find out a little bit more about you talked about planning ahead. You said it took about 18 months. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we advise folks to do is to take a period of anywhere from three to five years to mm-hmm. figure out what that next chapter of their lives will look like. Um, one of the things anecdotally that, that uh, in 25 years of doing financial advising I have found is that um, folks who retire without a bona fide plan in terms of what to do, and I don't mean financially, I yes. mean, what are you going to do every morning? Yes. Um, if you don't have a, a, a reason to get out of every, bed every morning, you stop getting out of bed every morning, and people don't thrive, and they don't live no, very they don't. long. Um, and, and so you are very much as energetic as ever, maybe more so, um, which is great. So, so tell me, uh, you, you said you took about 18 months. Mm-hmm. Um, when did you know that that process was done and you were ready to talk to your employer about a, about a soft landing? <laughs> well, in my case, it was um, there were some changes going on in, in the organization. So um, I thought, you know, this is, it, I, you know, it's funny, Eric, I, I I got up one morning and I said, you know what, this is, this is it. This is the day. This is, this is the right time. And that wasn't an easy conversation to have. I had to, and I will, I give big props to um, my next up manager who was a, just a real prince of a guy. And I said, look, I need to have a, a candid offline conversation with you, kind of, on the QT, and he was wonderful, and he he gave me some advice. He he knew where my heart was was headed, and um, and I said, you know, I, I my heart is directing me this way. This is not, you know, I'm, I'm not. I don't want to stop because of of um, you know I'm aggravated or or whatever. This is my heart is leading me to something different, and so. He, he understood, fortunately for me, and, um, you know, we made plans. Okay, so um, the good news is you had a manager who was receptive That's the to good this. news, yes. Well, let, so let's, let's, let's flesh this out in a different way. Let's mm-hmm. assume that the reaction wasn't as positive because no. I suspect in most cases people will have a positive response to that, especially if you say, I'm willing to be here long enough to Absolutely. find a replacement and oh, yes. I'm not going to compete. I'm not looking for another job. Yes, it's, it's 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 not you. It's me. You know, yes, this, is a, yes. this is a breakup. But can we stay friends? Right. Um, so, so the real question is: had had he not responded that way, were you prepared in advance for the dichotomy there of what of the way that could have gone? And were you prepared to say, "Then here's my two weeks." I mean, what, what did that look like? Well, it you know it, it, because I had reached a point in in time where I was retirement eligible. Um, it it sort of became a uh, kind of a non-issue for me because it wasn't like I had to, um, you know, throw down the gauntlet and, and say, I'm out of here, <laughs> peace out. Uh, it was more that, and two things. Number number one, I knew him, so I knew 
pretty much what the reaction would be. And I also, I knew what my clients, my performance, my, you know, all those things. So I knew there was a need to keep me around. <laughs> so I, you know, and, and, you know, cause at that point I was doing some business development and they needed to keep me. So there, I didn't think I was going to be booted to the curb. So, um, so making yourself indispensable before you correct. become, before you're ready is not a bad strategy either. Correct. Okay. So it, yeah, you, you don't really want the, don't let the door hit you on the, on the derriere on your way out. Correct. And I didn't want any hard feelings from anybody. And I, I emphasized over and over this, to your point, uh, it, it's me, not you. And, um, they understood. Well, anytime you break up with someone, Robin, you, you know, that's, that's the better <laughs> no, way to approach it. <laughs> Even if it's not true, that's the better way to approach it, right? Oh, All right. So, so now let's talk a little bit more about what you're doing uh, today. Sure. Because, and I don't mean today. I know where you are today. Uh, <laughs> but what are you, uh, what is, uh, is getting you out of bed every morning? What's getting you excited about? Uh, I'll use the word work. I don't know if work's the right word. But what gets you excited about your day? Service. Service. Service to others. It, it. And so what I ended up doing is, um, you know, what felt right to me was a, an organization that pa- uh, pairs uh, experienced professionals with nonprofits and, and charities that um, need those, the skills those people bring. And typically they're, they're very experienced, <laughs> we'll call it. And Experience, is that anecdotal? For, yes, that, we yeah. won't go there. Okay, fair so enough. So anyway, uh, anyhow, it's, and, and it is a, um, it is a, a spiritual orga- organization, spiritually based. And so that was, uh, they, off, they offered, um, they offered a, you know, a, a group experience almost. It, I wasn't, you know, volunteering is like being an entrepreneur at times. You have to go out on your own. And I was a little timid about that. Um, a 38-year professional. Listen, I know. It's a whole different life. But this was new. Okay, fair. Yeah, it's a whole different life. And so this gave me a, a, a group, a network, a, a, you know, somebody had my back. Um, we meet monthly for, um, you know, some spiritual reflection and some um, networking amongst ourselves. And so it, it gave me some, some grounding, okay. gave me a place to be. So you and your cohorts in this organization, mm-hmm. first of all, you didn't have to create this organization. Oh, it that existed. is correct. You found them or they found you through yes. the networking. Mm-hmm. Um, so you didn't have to recreate the wheel. Correct. You didn't have to launch an organization. No. Um, and if I can paraphrase a little bit to understand Please. better, it sounds like this organization is a bit of a matchmaking service between skilled yes. skilled people and those organizations who need but maybe can't afford skilled people. Yes. Excellent. So what are the other kinds of, uh, of, um, of, of enterprises that these folks have come from? So in other words, you have, a, you have accounting folks and marketing folks and oh. fundraising folks. Like, like what is the diversity in the room? Absolutely. They are, um, there, there are a couple of attorneys, there are a couple of former attorneys <laughs> recovering, as they I say. Don't, I don't think you're ever a former attorney. <laughs> well, this, the, the, I'm seeing one fellow's face in my mind. Uh, he is definitely re, re, uh, recovering. Fair. But uh, <laughs> uh, a university president, a, um, uh, uh, some healthcare providers, um, you know, people that uh, teachers, um, so forth. I mean, it's 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 across the board, and they all wanted to do something 
different. Um, now, do something different using their skill sets, using, using their, their professional skill set, but, but even that was a de- not departure? Working. Well, not working in necessarily the, the field that they had been in. Okay. They wanted to focus on service, on, on helping others. I know that sounds a little, little um, <laughs> starlight and roses, but as I said, you evolve as a person, and that's where I, the point I got to. Okay, so, so tell me, first of all, how long have you been with this organization now? Two years. Two years, okay. Um, and are, are you receiving long-term assignments from these folks? Yes. Or, uh, okay. So can you share what some of those assignments are? You, you can share who the, who the nonprofits are if you choose. You're okay. welcome to, to plug the good work they're doing, or you can be anonymous, whatever you well, prefer. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll be anonymous to protect their... <laughs> Fair, that's, that's perfectly fine. Um, they are... Uh, the first year, I worked with a, an organization that um, helps homeless women and children, uh, and it was lovely. Um, they do wonderful work. It was a beautiful, uh, beautiful mission. And what was your role? Well, as it turns out, I did a variety of things. I was, quote-unquote, hired to, to come in and, and help train people. As it turned out, they, they needed uh, help gathering statistics gathering data so that they could apply for grants. Mm. They had some, some, they needed to show some performance results and they realized, oh, oh, we don't have this ready for next year. So I helped them do that. Now you're not a grant writer. Oh, I am not. No, this was just, just getting, they had all the information. They just needed to organize it and get it into into place. Now, were you able to find a grant writer? Was there one in the organization? Or did I didn't have to do that. They just needed their results I see. Uh, accumulated. Okay. So you wound up um, hired to do one thing and wound a up A little bit of a bait and switch. <laughs> Wait a minute. You mean a nonprofit brought you in for one thing and had you fundraising at the end of that? Or at least helping to raise funds. Fair enough. Um, so, so that was your first assignment, and it sounds like yes. it was. It sounds like it was rewarding, and it, it sounds was. like it was impactful. When I would come home and, and feel good. Well, that makes a huge difference. So, what what, what other kinds of assignments have so you had? So, this year I have been with an order of of uh, Catholic sisters, uh, doing primarily um, under the umbrella of pastoral care with their retired uh, sisters. And wonderful ladies, this has been delightful. I mean, talk about nurturing my soul. This has been wonderful. A friend of mine says, oh, you're doing daughter duty. Well, it's these ladies in the 80s and 90s, and they have, you know, they have not, you know, have children. They, they have minimal family, and so they need help with things. Just some, you know, I need help getting to the doctor. I need help, you know, doing this errand and whatever and it's not the taking them it's the sharing of the you know sharing life with them okay and i'm sure they have some amazing stories amazing you're you're the beneficiary of a whole lot of wisdom oh it's wonderful and i you know i oh it's it's hugs and love and gosh it's so nurturing (laughs) so so how many hours a week are you and i I put the the word working in quotes but how many hours a week are you um spending on this endeavor roughly on that endeavor i'm doing eight eight hours okay um it's 
So that's I'm doing other things. Okay, well, that, you know, you know, I'm going there um, because I I know you have children and grandchildren, yes, and I, I know do. there are other uh, other exciting things happening in your life. So why don't you share how um, how you've been able to to well round those things and actually achieve life balance, which is so hard when you're punching the clock at a fi- Fortune 500 company. You know, the it, freedom was amazing when I first realized. Oh my gosh, I, I'm free to come and go. I'm free to. If I want to have lunch with somebody, I can do it. Um, that was amazing, first thing. But I, I've always had a life. I've had a lifelong uh, love of learning. Um, last time, you know, you, when you asked about my my departure, you know, last time I had felt that itch, it was um, about 20 years before, and I said, oh, I, I, I have to do something, and I went back to to school, got my master's degree, and it was, you know, that was fabulous. It, it scratched the itch. Um, so I wanted to learn. I wanted I wanted education. I wanted, you know, that just, you know, jazzes me up. So um, I take classes. Great. What kind of classes? Um, you know, it's, it's joy of learning kind of stuff, history, English literature, um, current events, you name it. Well, we can talk English lit all day long. I'm, I'm not telling gonna, you. I'm not going to ask you to, but I, I did study that in, in undergraduate school. Yes, so. it's... Yeah. Um, English lit is a, a normal and natural precursor to a, a life of financial planning and wealth management. <laughs> that is that is the little known secret is that most of the top financial advisors are actually English majors. Um, no, probably not actually, but that's okay. So okay, so <clears throat> so let's talk let's talk about family. Let's talk about some of the sure. fun things that you're doing that that aren't uh, well. They're volunteering too, I suppose, in, in their own way. But um, what other things are keeping you busy and, and keeping you excited? Well, I, I'm I'm on a on a couple of boards, um, so that's um, you know that's engaging, and uh, so when I say I I have a lot of things, I mean there's a lot of things, and the joy of it is that I can do those things in daylight hours now. So um, I'm on the board of a Catholic networking organization, the Catholic Business Network. I'm on a, an advisory board, I'm on, um, you know, I, I, et cetera, et cetera. So the nice thing is being able to do that, um, not having to go out in the dark of night. And fair, <laughs> fair. So, so let's, let's now circle back because sure, we, we are talking about not only graduating into retirement and having things that are exciting to do, but also being able to afford to do it. Sure. So tell me how scary it was to not get a paycheck. <laughs> it was. <laughs> scary <laughs> you know you, you you don't realize how much you you know that first of all that identity and then knowing that that money is hitting the, the you know is being wired to the bank every month or every twice a month all of a sudden it's not hitting the bank account anymore Eek. But, Eek. but but you did it did it you you planned for it yes and you're okay you know that i kept asking you is is it time now and you'd say "Mm, not quite (laughs) and the day you said i think you can do it i said ah well it's it's a wonderful thing part of part of what's great about doing what i do for a living is being able to say to somebody you're now working for fun um, not oh because boy. you have to. And that was, I believe, the day you, you scheduled that meeting with your manager had, <laughs> or thereabouts. I, you got it. I did the happy dance. Very good. So um, one of the things we want to make sure that we do on every episode of this podcast mm-hmm. 
uh, is to leave folks with an extra credit assignment. Okay. All right. Now, nobody likes tests or quizzes, but I don't know anyone at any age of school who isn't completely excited at the thought of extra credit. <coughs> so you're, you're first. And, and either you get to come up with an extra credit assignment or I have to come up with one. And so if there were one thing that you could uh, impart upon anyone who is, um, let, let's say, contemplating mm-hmm. um, the end of the standard paycheck, um, and it was an extra credit assignment, something someone could could um, could adopt and begin doing. Mm-hmm. What would that be? Without question, do some networking. Find out because you may think you know what you want to do, but if you talk to to several enough people, you will hear some things that you hadn't thought about. So that that broadens your horizon. So definitely network, definitely meet people and ask them what they do. So it's not necessary to have it all figured out in advance. In fact, it might be impossible. It's kind of like asking a 17-year-old kid what their major is going to be. Exactly. No, that's perfect analogy. They don't know yet. Okay, so so now you've got a bunch of 17-year-old kids, Mm -hmm. which, by the way, is how old you said you were going to be. Uh, So I guess that's where we are. You're talking to your peers now. Uh, A bunch of 17-year-old kids, and instead of saying, what's your major – you're saying um, talk to lots of juniors and seniors to figure out Correct. how they found their majors. Yes, that's okay. exactly it. That's so, a great uh, comparison. So if you're, if you're looking to network, this is different than corporate networking. Absolutely. This is absolutely different than professional networking. Where do you begin? You start with people you know. Anybody you know, if, if you are a business person, you know people. And so you start with someone you know who... who doesn't even have to be someone who is a um, uh, is not necessarily retired. These some of these people were not were not retired. They were working people. But I I wanted to get their feedback. I wanted to hear if, had they made any plans? Had they done anything? What did they like? What you know? Again, what do I want to be when I grow up? What's your passion? Well, we I are find mine. <laughs> we we are close to wrapping up today. Right. Um, th- the idea of retirement if you look up the word retire, is to withdraw or disappear. Frankly, that sounds terrible. Yes. And I'm glad to hear that that's not what you chose to do. Um, I believe you've graduated. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm happy for you. And um, you have now earned the cap and gown. You've now earned the diploma. Um, and you're the first person to get one from our show. So congratulations. <laughs> you have you. graduated into retirement. Um, and you've given us an extra credit assignment. So um, I want to thank Robin Costello for being, um, for being a, a, an incredible first guest on Don't Retire, Graduate, uh, and on being a full graduate now. You've earned the cap and gown. I'm walking. Well, you... I'm walking here. Y- you were an excellent first guest. Thanks. You gave us an extra credit assignment. And just for everyone listening... The extra credit assignment is to network, and not to network for professional gain or professional reasons, but to network with people you know, to find the things that might help you figure out what that passion is and what you want to be when you grow up. Uh, And you'll notice that none of the assignments said you had to grow up. Just figure out what you might want to be when you get there. Robin, thank you for joining us today. Oh, thank you. From this day forward, let us make each decision with our best interests in mind. Let us begin visualizing our dreams and reaching our goals. It's time to take the next steps in our life journey and build our futures. Today, I implore you.
Don't Retire, Graduate. Visit our website, don'tretiregraduate.com to download episodes and connect with us on social media. Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services, LLC. Kestra IS, member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC. Kestra AS, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Kestra IS or Kestra AS are not affiliated with Brotman Financial or any other entity discussed. Hi, my name is Sara, and I want to tell you about my podcast called Can I Offer You Some Feedback? I'm a business consultant and executive coach with over 20 years experience in change management, leadership development, and naturally providing feedback to high performers. My podcast is for those of you who have a complicated relationship with feedback, whether giving, receiving, avoiding, or seeking. Feedback is essential for our development. In each episode, you'll hear from real people across industries with their ideas, perspectives, and best practices on feedback. I'll also be sharing business bites with you, simple explanations of organizational tools, management techniques, and leadership philosophies that will help you and your businesses thrive. You can listen to Can I Offer You Some Feedback on your favorite podcast app or learn more at evergreenpodcasts.com.